0: Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and you're listening to The WIBS, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and welcome to our weekly Monday Mind Mugs with The WIBs. So today, what we're talking about to get you ready to go for your week are our top six, we had to do six because we couldn't part, <laughs> top six productivity hacks.
1: I know. And this is probably our biggest growth that we've had since starting mm-hmm. our professional careers. Yeah. I can speak for myself when I say I am a huge control freak at times. <laughs> I can say it, but good. Yeah. I'm self-aware. Mean, no, that's at least fair, I'm yeah. very self-aware. However, I would find myself getting too stuck in the weeds and not able to really move forward because I was just, again, too stuck in the weeds, not able to delegate, not able to really spit up my time well. Yeah. And this is where I've probably done the most upskilling in my professional career as of late.
0: Look, I think if you meet Tash, she says this as upskilling. I believe you're naturally really good at being productive. Like you just, you get shit done. I feel like this is like always been a real challenge for me and I have tried really hard to find ways, like little hacks basically to optimize what I do at work every day. I'm a big talker, so is Tash. (laughs) We do love to chat. Love a chat. We needed to find a way to get more time in the day because honestly, it was getting Hectic. And I will say, Penn, you've had to
1: scale up a team from, we actually started scaling the marketing team just before COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was we fun. had to hire, what was <laughs> it, like three, four people without meeting them, Penny had to learn how to go from, you know, being a marketing manager of one to managing a full-on team in COVID. So mm. if there's one person that needed to learn how to be productive as possible during a really tumultuous time. It was yourself. So you were yeah. definitely speaking from experience and you've done a fantastic job. So I think that these are gonna be really, really, really good tips for everybody who's kind of finding themselves less
0: productive yep all right six let's go so my number one and I do mean this because I literally do this pretty much every single day I commit to it it is a practice so the email hour of power Let me picture this for you. It's Monday morning. You're like, oh my God, I've got so many meetings on today. It's crazy. This, that. How do you gain control? I book in for myself from 8am to 9am my email hour of power. So what I do basically is a trick to be able to kind of give you more time in the day. Like I'm not a big email checker throughout the day, but Mm -hmm. what I try to do is have a catch up every morning. All of my responses I need, whether it's like a PR request or whether it's like an internal question about like a product or whatever it might be, I... Have a clear headspace before my team gets online, before I'm getting sort of asked questions like on Slack or whatever it might be to give myself this headspace to formulate responses, to think about like if I need to have any kind of creative headspace and time to write these emails to to think about what I'm going to be saying. I schedule them in. I send them out. And I go on with my day yeah. and I have like a check-in point again at like 12 o'clock yep. and it, it honestly, it when I started doing this, it changed the game for me, like oh, how I started responding to emails. It really did. I think one of the
1: hardest things about switching from like a one-man show to managing a team is like as soon as you get into work, you are just rather in meetings or chatting mm-hmm. or giving feedback and you find that like 80% of your day is managing people, which is part of being a manager. Yeah, I accept sure. that, of course. But I think that email hour of power is really important because it means that you can actually give your employees and your team that time that they deserve because they need it and I think once you've got that out of the way you're good to go yeah for sure the next one would be the project work hack which is scheduling in meaningful work in progress meetings with KPIs so I think I've found in the past when starting a huge project you can lose your way especially when there's all different people that are involved in it Mm. however what's really helped productivity is Booking in rather weekly or fortnightly meetings with meaningful KPIs. So what that means is ensuring that people are rather on track or off track and chatting about it.
0: Yeah, 100%. The worst
1: thing is having a KPI dashboard where things aren't going to plan and you just go through it
0: and you're like, okay, so what's happening? Can we say though, for the people that may just be starting their careers, what's a whip? What's yeah, a KPI? what's a, what's a KPI? <laughs> I will tell
1: you right now, I had to ask that question and I felt so silly when I asked it, but it is not a silly question at all. It is, yeah, as I said, I did say at the start of this podcast, we're not going to be using Dragon, and I just did it. But KPIs are key
0: performance indicators and a WIP is a work in progress meeting. So and to dumb it right down, key performance indicator, basically it's like are you in the things that make your role matter, are you on track on them or are you off track on them? Yeah, it's just meaningful metrics that are, so I'll give you an example. In this situation for project
1: work hack, say that you're working on a big project and you'd say project milestone plan, are you on track that is, you know, green, are you kind of there, that's yellow, and is something kind of got you off your track Mm. and that is red? And I think that chatting about the red and chatting about those roadblocks regularly is really really important
0: yeah absolutely okay third tip or third hack is stacking your meetings so and basically, this advice is to do it where possible. So for us in our team, what we like to do is to have majority of our meetings at the top of our week. So Monday, we try and bang them all out in once. So then that way, you're optimizing the rest of your week to be able to focus on working on those projects or working on whatever you need to do throughout that week. And one big thing for us is having a really clear agenda, having a why for the meeting, and having a, I guess, our goal for what the end of the meeting should be. So if you don't have a goal out of a meeting, it's a bit of a waste of time. Absolutely, you need actual. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it sounds like a broken record sometimes. It's like, okay, so what's the point? What is the point of the meeting? What is yeah. your why? What okay, what what are we going to do after this? And what are we going to make sure that we're doing to make sure that the meeting's successful? Otherwise, I cannot stand being in meetings where you just feel like you're sitting there and you just. Staring, I'm using that gif of a um, homer and he's got like the clapping monkey <laughs> in his head. I feel like that sometimes when I'm in meetings and I'm like, okay, no, if I start feeling like that, that's a me problem. I need to set a better agenda. Otherwise, if I'm feeling like that, everyone else is. Yeah, absolutely. You're stacking your meetings, you're keeping them short and sharp. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> okay, this is probably one that I'd say. Both you and I have struggled with, and I, I definitely struggled with this for yeah. many, many, many years, is just delegate where possible. Mm-hmm. As I've mentioned previously, I love control and I like to control things. And it's something that, you know, has been really, really hard. But in order for you to keep growing in your role, you need to learn how to delegate where possible. Work in your zone of genius. For example, I'm not strong at all with spreadsheets excel that kind of thing and giving it to somebody that is who's better at it versus me spending hours trying to work that out when
0: i could be adding value where i add value for me i don't feel like it's productive yeah absolutely i think look not everybody is going to be able to delegate all of their work because otherwise you don't have a job but i think it's about being getting into that zone of genius knowing that okay what i'm doing like for example with me i am not great at excel it is just, it's not my calling in life. I think this is a trend. You and I both are <laughs> We love so, to talk. We, we hate spreadsheets crazy. or what? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, look, and where I used to spend potentially hours trying to format something, we've got some incredible people in our team who, for them, that's like Picasso picking up a paintbrush. Like they just Absolutely. know they, how to do it. They know their stuff, And so I think it's being able to... Ask them for help, getting help where you need it, being able to delegate the things that if you're sitting there efforting at something, someone might be able to do it in, you know, six minutes versus 60. Mm. That's going to be able to optimize your day and that can be a currency. You can exchange what are you good at, like what can you do to be able to help. Like it doesn't have to be a thing of just saying, do all of my work for me. There might be things that you're great at that somebody else is not that you can help with. That's working in a team. Absolutely. Love that. Okay, tip number five manage expectations upfront. I was not great at this of my own admission initially, but what I've learned, the biggest thing that's been so helpful to me, especially when working on project work or collaborations within a team, is being able to understand from the get-go when someone briefs you in on a piece of work or there's something that you're being asked to do, having a clear deadline and outcome to be able to manage and control everybody's expectations. I think you and I, Tash, are the type of people that we're like, we want to help, we want to get in there, yeah. we want to get done. But a lot of that means saying yes to things mm-hmm. and not really giving someone a clear indication of what does yes look like, when is yes achieved, What is yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find... A lot of the times in meetings, like, I can do that, I can do that, I'll do that, I'll do that, and you
1: put your hand up for everything and it's like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, because you just want to help. But the reality of it is you've got a job to do and you need to just be able to say no sometimes. And it's it's hard and it's not rude, it's just... Saying no sometimes because being a yes man sometimes doesn't put you in the best place for productivity at all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's like I think it's also a balancing act because I'm sure there would be people out there that say no to too many things and (laughs) that's also not great. Yeah, that's also not great. But you want to be able to know when, like if you are saying yes to something, managing those expectations and knowing when, Maybe this isn't a job for you. I mean, yeah. I did it as like recently as like literally yesterday, where I was like, Oh yeah, I can jump in and do that. And I really, it was not something I needed to jump in mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. It was just like that is within my nature to be like, cool, I want to help, I want to jump in there, I want to get in there for this person. And Tash looked at me and she's like,
1: No, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so please no. <laughs> we need other stuff done, please. So <laughs> yeah.
0: good lesson to keep reminding yourself, doesn't matter where you're at in your career. Magic expectations super important absolutely and the final one simple as shitty first draft oh
1: yeah i love this one (laughs) (laughs) done is better than perfect i think we can all get stuck in our own heads and we want to make sure something's perfect but at the end of the day done is better than perfect making sure that you've just got that shitty first draft done so that you feel like you're on
0: your way yeah absolutely and like getting started If you think of it as like ripping off a band-aid and if you take out the pressure of needing something to be 100% Mm. the very first time you start it, it takes all of the anxiety out of it, takes the pressure out of it because you're like, oh, well, this is going to be bad. Mm. I accept that this is not going to be a perfect thing. and. I always say this to my team. It's a lot easier to come in and be the editor than it is to be the creator of something. So if you can do that for yourself and be like, cool, I'm going to be the creator. I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get this out. You can come in next day, spoiler alert, look at it and say, okay, cool. This is where I can improve. You can look at it with a critical eye once you've started. Absolutely. And you know what the other thing is, When you're doing a huge project
1: for somebody, and if you're spending so much time perfecting it and you give it to them and they're like, nah, that's actually not what I was thinking, Mm. you've just essentially wasted your time because you haven't given them that shitty first draft to be like, hey, am I on track? Mm. You've put in all this effort, all this time, and it's not what they wanted, which is fair. That happens. People speak different. Sometimes we're speaking the same language, but we're thinking completely different things and we're talking completely different languages in our own brain. So,
0: yeah, I think that's really, really important. Love it. Well, those were our six productivity hacks. If you like this episode, please review it. Please subscribe to it. It means the world to us. And if you have any other questions or any kind of tips that you'd like us to address in these monday mind mugs please hit us up on instagram at the wibs pod we will be there to answer all your questions we love to chat as you can tell and we're there to just you know listen to you and hear what you have to say Yeah, and thank
1: you so much for listening and we'll see you again next week bye bye